Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Dudes with Beards podcast, episode 15. I am Joe, and joining me are my co-hosts, Matthew. What's up, guys? Hello. And Darren. Hello, hello, hello. The live video broadcast is being streamed to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch pages. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The audio version of our podcast can be found on Podbean, I- Podbean iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or any other major podcasting platform just by searching with searching for Dudes with Beards podcast. Please visit dwbshow.com for all of our social media links. On today's show, we will be discussing, we can't talk today, prehistoric plants in relation to climate change, the Apple M1 chip, USB 4, Amazon Pharmacy with Prime Delivery, and our weekend getaway we had to Kalkaska, Michigan. But before we get into that, for our some exciting news, we have a special guest today, and our special guest is Aaron Hayes with Vapology, and he's here to tell us about their Toys for Tots toy drive that they do every year and how we can help just participate and support them in this great cause. Welcome, Aaron. Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? So, Aaron, so, uh, you want to introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about Vapology and what you guys are doing with the Toys for Tots? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Aaron Hayes. I own uh, Vapology Inc. in Ohio. We've uh, been there for about uh, almost seven years. Um, we've been doing, we do a lot for the community. Uh, veterans, we have a uh, veterans program that we like to do. And uh, what that does, anybody that's on fixed income helps them out. And then, and then um, our Toys for Tots drive. Uh, that's a huge event we do every year. Um, be our sixth year of doing it usually we range from like i don't know like six to nine hundred toys every year kind of just depending on you know who's who's come back and you know what i'm saying coming in every year i know it's hard for everybody some years especially this year but that's mainly why i wanted to get on here and talk about today is um every year toy drive calls me um usually about november says hey you guys want boxes and i'm like yeah absolutely it's the only event we spend any time doing for the year um so when she came down this year she informed me that the reason she had called this time was because 50 percent of the donation spots are deciding not to run toys for tots this year hmm. so we're talking six seven thousand toys that are going to be not there so i mean we really push every year uh to try to make it better but this year's a little bit different um you know we we have to do it um it's just it's a community thing and i can't imagine you know i i I know well that uh christmas is about toys but you know i can't imagine being a kid waking up on christmas with nothing and then they go to school and they hear from all their friends what they got and you know it's just it's just a terrible feeling that i can't imagine having you know so it's really important so this year we have done it gone a step in behind above um we have brought in a bunch of companies to do different kind of giveaways because in the past we've always done obviously the vape style giveaways because that was most of who was coming in but this year we need a huge crowd i mean we need and obviously per mike dewine i can't have a obviously a get together but 
when you come in and you drop a brand new toy, we would love to take used toys, but that's kind of like the one stipulation. It has to be a new toy in the package, but not wrapped. They don't want anybody to wrap them. Um, we will take anything down to Hot Wheels. I mean, everything helps. Every little bit makes a difference. And how it works is um, so they bring down families. All these families get a voucher. Um, each child is going to receive three big items and then five smaller items. But they actually awesome. let parents do the picking. So, like, yeah, they don't say, like, hey, here's what you're getting for a girl. Here's what you're getting for a boy. They actually have a chance to get what these kids want for Christmas. And, I mean, that's awesome. I think we all can agree in this room that, I mean, that's big. Yes. And, and it's just so important to me. I mean, there's just so much craziness in the world. And, you know, these kids have missed all this school. And, and, and this year has just been extremely hard mentally on these kids and families. I mean, people don't have the money to do Christmas. I mean, so it's, a, it's really probably the most important year we've ever done. It. Um, we're inviting anybody, any business that is interested, get a hold of me. We will do I mean, if, if you want to do the toy drive out of your business, I will get things there. I will help you with getting the word out i'll do whatever i can if anybody wants to donate their time if anybody wants to donate their space i mean anything helps i mean and i, I told everybody i know a lot of people aren't shopping this year obviously mm -hmm. they, they don't want to go out and shop so and i can shop every year so me my wife and my daughter we go every year get a bunch of carts and go down the aisle and everybody looks at us like we're stealing stuff <laughs> I've had, I've had to explain myself once. I had a guy come by and he's like, "You have three carts of toys. Are you guys gonna run out the door?" And I'm like, "No, it's a, it's a toy drive." <laughs> the guy was like following me through the aisles, like staring at me. But so I don't like. I've been telling everybody, if you can't get out and you want to donate to us, by all means, I'll do the shopping. It 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 does not bother me. I'm more than happy to do that. If I had to do the shopping for everybody, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but we just need to help. Um, you know, this year's obviously been a big hit on everybody's business, and you know, everybody's feeling it. So, mm -hmm. but still, it has to happen. Like it, it, this thing has to happen. It's important, and it's really hard to get the word out because everybody's worried about so much other stuff right now, and and this is this is a huge thing. It's a huge thing. I mean, it's a community thing, and I feel like people let a lot of people and kids go by the wayside, and we kind of need to change that narrative, probably. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a great cause. So, you, like you said, you've done it for six years, and just so people understand, maybe Darren, you could talk about how we, how you know Aaron, how we know Aaron, and and um the 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 history there. Yeah, I've 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 known Aaron for pretty much forever, but uh, you know I we kind of went different ways. He went to Florida and then he came back and then he opened a vape shop and I quit dipping, so I started going in the vape shop and that was the one thing that got me off chewing uh, tobacco and now my teeth and everything else is better because of it. But uh, yeah, I mean he's always been a. a person for the community and and you know it's it, it 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 really warms my heart that somebody goes out and does this and i wish and that's one of the reasons when he 
I watched his live video from Vapeology the other day, and he said, you know, 50% of the people dropped out. And I, I said, call me when you're done. And then I, I won't even bring him on here. I mean, we don't have a huge following, but anything to get the, the word out. And that's why I wanted to do it, you know. And I shared his post from today, and my mother-in-law, Kathy Cox, thank you, uh, gave me $100 thank to you. give him. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so I just I put the link to the uh, the uh, the event in the chat. So if anybody's interested, you could go out there and check it out. Um, like Aaron mentioned, you can always go by and drop stuff off at Vapeology, which is right on sixty three. Uh, or, or if you want to get a hold of any of us, we'll we'll yeah. take it there too. Oh yeah. So I mean, I I have Venmo. We're real close to seventy five too. Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I, like I said, I'm more than happy to do the shop. If it takes me seven hours to shop, I am perfectly fine with that. I mean, if, if I don't want to set up a GoFundMe because they always take the money and I think it's kind of a mm -hmm. sham, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, we can do Venmo and everything. And everybody in this room, I, I feel like can assure you that every dime of this money is going to go to the right place. Yes. And that, that's, that's a fact. But I just need help. I mean, in any help, anybody that's willing to do anything, get a hold of me. Um, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever. It doesn't matter. This is just super important this year that like we go above and beyond. Yes. So next week, I'm going to be on the live videos a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, I've been talking to people at work and, you know, we're trying to, to, sh to help out there. And also, not to take away from yours, but uh, my wife is actually doing a every year they pick a because she works for the cancer unit uh, in Kettering. So every year they pick a family and they do a split the pot and it's ten dollar tickets and and they give the people money and it's either gas cards or, you know, cash or stuff to get so they can have a good Christmas because, I mean, you know we we get ticked off sometimes when our internet don't work and you know and like we found out today our daycare is closing because of covid for permanently and it's an inconvenience but it could be so much worse oh, yeah. and and you know in the in the first it's you always say first world problems and it, and it is and and i feel i feel that i'm privileged enough and i know you guys are probably are too that we can give back you know, it makes me feel good when I, and I don't, I don't want any recognition for it. I just do it because I, I, it, it, it's me. So, you know, and yeah, it's and one think, of those, go ahead. As I say, I think it's, if you're looking for a way to give back with the minimal amount of effort, all you got to do is just give some toys or some money. This is the best cause because Aaron and his family and friends do, um, they will go and do the shopping if they have to. Um, so you're not going to get off, uh, the hook much easier if you want to do something special this holiday season by being able to just, you know, get, either give one of us the money, go by and drop off toys to Aaron or drop off toys to us. This is probably one of the easiest things you can do, but also it has a very, very big impact as well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it makes a big difference. I mean, I've, you know, through the years, you know, especially like um, with like Jill Ebbing, 
Monroe police officer, great friend of mine. I know you know her. She's a fantastic human mm-hmm. being. But you never, you know, you, you see people doing bad. But you know, she 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 had contacted us one time, and um, she had a family. Um, they lived in Hamilton. They were, I mean, the dad worked his butt off, but they they didn't have anything. They had, mm-hmm. you know, there were three kids, and they were doing the best they could. And they were sharing a, the boys. The two boys were sharing a bike. And somebody stole that one bike that they had. So we got JGMMA, where I love to train. You're also familiar, Monroe native. Mm-hmm. They bought yep. a bike, brand new bike, and we brought a brand new bike. And I'm like you. I'm like, I don't want the recognition. So I just told Jill, I said, come down and pick them up. I said, you can drop them off. And she's like, no, I want you to go. I said, no, I don't, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I needed to see that because – it was a very sad situation. And when them two boys came out that door, it was like, I mean, it was like we gave them a million dollars. Yeah. It just, it just, it made their days. I mean, it, things like that make everything worth it. I feel like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we appreciate any help. I appreciate you guys giving me a chance to come on the show and kind of talk about it. I mean, it means a lot to me to know that everybody's, you know, got my back and stuff. And, and, and that's why I, all these years I've tried to reciprocate and make sure I take I mean, because most of everybody in here has been a customer of mine. And I've, you know, I've always taken much care of everybody and, and made sure everybody was happy and family. I mean, mm-hmm. we, our our. our business is more of a family than it is a business right and and i think that's what keeps the important things going you know what i'm saying so if anybody needs to reach me or anything um you can give the shop a call at um we got our sorry mom mixing up my words our address is on there as well as our phone number Um, we're open seven days a week Uh, if you want to call even if like you can't get out of the house say like somebody has having um you know has immune deficiency or, or disorder and can't come out right now due to covid reasons i'm more than happy to come to your house and you know stay outside get a bag off your forehead or whatever um i'll do whatever so i just appreciate it uh big time all right thanks aaron appreciate it um we'll definitely share your information through all of all of our, all of our pages as well yep. and like i said anybody that wants to help out you can reach any any four any of the four of us, and we'll make sure it gets to the right place. Yes. Cool. All right, Thanks, guys, Thanks. very much. Thanks for having me on tonight. I appreciate it. You're welcome, man. Have, Have a great weekend. night. See ya. Good night. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad yeah. uh, you're able to get Aaron on, and that's such a great cause. And I I didn't even realize it had been six years yeah. since he's uh. I yeah. know he's been doing it every year, but I just yeah. didn't realize it had been six time, years already, so. time flies, doesn't it? It does, yes. Um, cool. Well, before we jump into the articles, um, what are you, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking different beers. Uh, right now, I have a Cloud Harvest. Is that the uh, Cloud Harvest? The uh, Ryan guys. Ryan guys, or? yeah. Which no? Which one? Number what? Two, three, four. Uh, three. Three. Yep. What? A, what about you, Matt? Old fashioned. Oh Old yeah. Old fashioned. What yep. kind of bourbon? Uh, Jefferson's Reserve. 
Ooh, that that's that was pretty good. And I have the uh, Jack Daniels single barrel select. Um, just got it on a little bit of a little bit of ice. It's pretty tasty stuff. So trying to train my palate and uh, get a little bit more accustomed to the higher end stuff. Which I I don't know. I guess this isn't super high end, but it's not cheap either. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not cheap. All right. Um, I know it's been about. What are we, seven weeks since our last episode, I think? Yeah, some crazy stuff has happened. Yeah. Seven you know, weeks. Every, I think it's been yeah. about six or seven weeks, yeah. Yeah. Because the last the last show was supposed to be the weekend we went to Michigan, which was um, six weeks ago. Or six, seven, yeah, seven. The yeah, 5th about, of November, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a month ago. Yep. Almost. Um. And then I, you know, we didn't have a show a week before that, so or two weeks before that, I think. Yep. So it's been it's been a while. I don't know yeah, it's it's been a minute. But we've all been busy. Um, obviously, we're doing this episode remote just to to practice social distancing and because of the the spike with COVID. Um, you know, we just we don't want anybody to get sick if they don't. Um, have to, even though, you know, we've all had some trials and tribulations with that over, since the last episode, um, <laughs> which, you know, if you guys want to, I don't really want to, I mean, I don't have anything super personal to share about it, but, um, you know, I've had some people in my family affected here, my immediate family, we've been quarantining. Um, I know you guys, has ha you guys have as well, but I mean, other than that, other than our trip, um, I just been working. Uh, I did, I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft Shadowlands because that came out um a little over almost two weeks ago now so that's really all i've uh been up to uh you guys uh want to share anything just busy being a central employee at the hospital <laughs> yep. good old i noticed uh you, you got your beard matt so no issues with that <laughs> not yet <laughs> no they they haven't said anything to you nope not so really yet. like if you could put like a full face shield and everything else on, I mean, I, I don't know what they make you wear, but. Nah, knock on wood, I've still not had to go into a COVID room yet. So there was a close and, call last Saturday, but we made it work out. That's good. Yeah. That is good. What about you, Darren? Yeah, I know mm -hmm. you've, you're always the busy one, man. Uh, Well, you know, cause I won't, I don't care to not share stuff. So I had COVID. It, it kicked my butt. Um, I recovered from COVID and uh, finished my basement. Well, finished my bathroom and got that all done. Uh, done, done? Like you finished it? Like you taking a shower? Oh, hold on. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I take showers in there every day now. What? Yeah. Just easier. No, just because I can. So yeah, I take I take showers down there, but I don't have a few pieces of trim, and I don't have a door yet. But yeah, it's downstairs. But that that rain head, oh my god, it's just like one of those upstairs too. I do, but this thing, this thing is literally like eighteen inches by eighteen inches. And it's just, it just, it's awesome. It just feels great. 
So yeah, I I go down downstairs every every morning and take a shower, and then I actually have to go to the other bathroom and take my medicine and brush my teeth because I don't have the sink hooked up. But but it's about ninety percent. Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron texted and thanked us for having him on. Oh yeah, no problem, buddy. Hopefully, <clears throat> traction. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't really have anything else. I mean, just living life, just trying to get through everything. All right. Well, let's jump into our articles for this uh, this episode. The first one up we have is climate change brings prehistoric plant from 60 million years ago back to life this thing looks scary so i gotta say so the only reason i posted this article is because all i see is scientists screwing around with this shit in <laughs> jurassic park that's that, that's really the only reason i posted this article because all i see is jurassic park coming out of this i mean it just looks like especially the leaves, like yeah. not even the middle of it. Well, so much, the, the but... middle of it kind of looks like a, a weird shaped pine cone. Maybe this yeah. was the uh, pine tree of, of 60 million years ago. Kind of makes you wonder what the ramifications are of like bringing a species of plant like that back into the world now. I mean, I understand it seems like it was a very controlled environment in which they, you know, did this in, but yeah. Could something happen by, you know, well, in, in the article with other stuff, right? Well, in the article, it said, you know, they, they, they wanted to be really, really careful because they didn't know, you know, what other species was going to start happening and, and what other stuff is just going to start coming back on its own mm -hmm. just because of the climate changes. I mean, and what else is out there in the ice that once it unthaws, who knows what it'll be? Yeah. You know, yeah. Are we going to have little velo velociraptors running around going? <laughs> yeah. I like Aaron the little things of the little, little. It's a bad idea. We've ears. seen the movies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just don't run. Just stand still. Yeah. Yeah. This So this was from My Modern Met, which. Uh, did you find this on Facebook or something? Is uh, yeah, it, it, it's weird, man. I get such random, random stuff that pops up on my Facebook. So and here's the uh, picture of, I guess this was a later stage. Yeah. Look, look like, yeah. It looks like, like just cone. looks like a pine cone. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, genetic mutation over years and years and years, maybe that's just a white pine, you know, know a, a fern that turned into a giant tree. It almost looks like a, some kind of palm tree leaf mm -hmm. and then with pine cones on it. It's really weird looking. Yeah, but what's funny is they, they just had the male version of it and it and they they were able to bring it back no problem. And then they uh couldn't figure out how to do the, the female and then all of a sudden the, the temperatures got right and it just brought it back. But what I didn't understand is and it wasn't wasn't very um, specific in there, it talked about something about Japan and they have that already. So is this something that grows naturally and just because of it was in 
the UK in this specific place that was warmer, a few degrees warmer mm. than the rest of the UK is the reason they were able to grow it? Or was it really 60 million years old? Yeah, it says that um, it's the cycad, the cycus revoluta. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Or sago palm. So I don't know if it's part of the palm family or genesis or whatnot, but um, they were naturally, they were natural to the UK. But uh, for the first time, the botanists were able to produce both a male and a female cone mm -hmm. that were grown outdoors. Yeah, native to Japan, these plants typically grow in warm temperature and subtropical regions. So I guess, well, 60 million years ago, who knows what the climate was. Right. The UK what is now right so well if you if you look at some of the the theories you know everybody says that the the earth is growing and that's why you know we're as spread out as we are is because yeah. everything used to be together mm -hmm. and then the over shifting and, and then plate shifting and over the years the earth is actually growing in in size there's some uh crazy stuff on tiktok that you can start to believe in but I yeah, have learned, the, uh, learned good off of TikTok, though. They said that the uh, the botanist, the Vint, the Vint Nor Botanic Garden on the Isle of Wight, uh, White, right? Yeah, that's right. First produced a male cone back in 2012, mm. but it was just last year that the female cone also appeared, making it possible for them to transfer the pollen, generate the seeds for the first time in millions of years. Yeah, get, sc scroll down to that last picture in the article. That thing just looks just it looks evil. I mean, just like all these yeah. like little pollen spores and everything. Yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> that thing just it, it just the kraken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what what kind of bugs are are going to grow on that that they are not even realizing and then they're going to yeah. turn into 70 foot tall ants or something. Looks <laughs> like a little yeah, a bunch of little crabs. Yeah, it's wicked looking. Almost oh. like a, almost like the head of a sunflower. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. The things Darren finds. Hey, I'm I like random. That's me. So so they got the male to grow tw in 2012. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're saying the conditions have changed enough already in just eight years. Yes. For them to find a female. Yes. Or was it the other way around? Yeah. No, it was the male first and then they couldn't get the female to grow. And then it was, it was just until recently. And it, it's on this specific little place in the UK. That's like three to four degrees warmer than everywhere else in the UK. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, it was, it was random enough that I was like, yeah, that's Jurassic Park right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's scary to think about what else there could be out there. I mean, especially when you look at the the North Pole and the South Pole and all of the mm -hmm. ice that's melting. You don't. I mean, we don't know what's trapped in all of that in all reality, right? No, twenty twenty. I don't want to know what's trapped in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, according to everywhere else that the Mayan calendar is wrong because it was a certain calendar and then we all switched over. So 2020 mm -hmm. is 2012 when the Mayans predicted the end of the world. 
And, you know, everybody's saying December 21st when uh, Saturn and uh, was it Saturn and Venus align? Mm -hmm. The North Star thing. Yeah. So that'll be the closest they've been together. And and like, yeah. 800 years or something. Is that what it was? So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when 2020, uh, 20, the 21st of December comes and goes. And then everybody be like, well, we were wrong on that uh, note and we're going to go to this. And now, you know, it, so what, it's actually. What are the Simpsons predicting? True. <laughs> the the monolith that was uh, found in, you know, maybe, you, maybe Matt. Yeah, well, maybe there's, Matt. There's three maybe, of them now. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Matt. Maybe Matt Groening is is doing this in his symptom episodes, and then doing it in real life just to make sure it it it, it comes true, and everybody thinks the Simpsons know everything. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in that cartoon that's come to fruition. Well, I mean, maybe he's an alien. Elon Musk said he was an alien, so. <laughs> Elon said he was, or yeah, Elon said Matt is. No, Elon said that Elon was a was a was an alien. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it on on Joe Rogan's show. Elon, but he might have been from here. He might have been partaking. Hmm. I'll be back. Sorry, you're fine. So next up, we had see if he uh, was was like that. He could just do that, but no. The next article we had uh, was the Apple M1 chip. So it's been a few weeks since this was announced, of course. Um, a lot of uh, people have done reviews and um, went oh through the God. system. So there's a lot of information out there about it. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Because, I mean, we talked a lot about it, shared a lot of articles and things like that. I think the cool thing is, is that, I mean, Intel has got to be scared at this point. They just lost probably the single biggest um recipient of their chips i mean i don't i didn't look it up i don't know how many macbooks are sold every year or or mac devices that have intel chips in them i mean the phones and the ipads have migrated over to the apple silicone you know way before this right the laptops and stuff were kind of the last thing but um like intel has got to be, if they're not worried about this, I mean, their share price is da- going down another thing. So it's a big, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, not yeah, only I mean, from the Intel perspective, but just in the things that they'll be able to do because they're engineering the hardware completely. Now, mm-hmm. everything's going to be more tightly integrated. And, you know, there's this kind of gets into that, you know, this is from the Apple website, but yeah, an entire, system on a single chip so when you think about if you have to buy all these different components you know the cpu the gpu the memory you're buying them from all these different suppliers you're making you're converging those into some kind of um you know silicon on a chip or or whatever or you're marrying them through some kind of bus or board it's never going to be as good as something that's that's been engineered as one single system on a chip yeah um, like this like it's five nanometers which intel is i think they're still on 10 they still haven't switched to seven which amd is on seven and they're they're talking about their next chips are going to be five intel still hasn't 
released a seven nanometer yet so i think that might be that might have a lot to do with it apple was just tired of waiting they were like you know we we're just we're just we just need to do this and the biggest thing is the m1 chip is arm based and it's not x86 based so intel is x86 been around forever what people use in windows and and servers and all kinds of stuff but arm is slowly making a huge um i mean it's already it has it's had a name for itself for a long time but yeah when nvidia bought them last year now um i mean arm is a, it's an architecture but it's also a company too so it's um you know it's just a different micro processor architecture um it, it, it can, it's better at certain things than an x86 intel based chip is um, and now it's getting to the point to where it's actually better at the stuff that x86 has tr traditionally been better at so mm -hmm. it's it's actually pretty crazy and i think some of the cool things with this um you know not to get too far into the the tech part of it but um yeah here's a nice example of this is everything that's part of that m1 chip you see it's you know it's not just the cpu it's the gpu it's the memory it's the you know, they got the neural engine all of this integration gives them a lot more control not only over the manufacturing of the hardware but now how the software behaves but it also gives and i think it talks about, crazy it, it talks about it in here as well as better battery life and all kinds of other things that come with well, it. yeah because you don't have all those other components going into you know you have your separate gpu you have your separate ram you know and when it's integrated into one it can flow seamlessly mm -hmm. and yeah i i i would love to buy a new macbook right now but i want to wait for the second gen of this because mm -hmm. what they're going to learn from this release now and it's already blowing stuff out of the water you mm -hmm. know i mean I've watched reviews. You guys watched reviews and, you know, people were saying, wow. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's basically what it comes down to. They're like, you know, I can replace my, you know, Apple pro with a cheap laptop, a $999 laptop and do pretty much everything that Apple pro can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the big I thing mean, here is, and we'll see this over the next year or two because it's a different micro architecture. It mm -hmm. requires the software to be written differently. So you right. can't just take an application that was running on an Intel x86 chip and run it natively on an arm chip. It just, well, you can't You either have to have some kind of trans uh, translation layer in the software, which usually means it will be, uh, it will pour, it will perform, more poorly and not as well or you have to rewrite that application to natively run on the new architecture which obviously apple's done that already because the apple the mac os is natively running on the m1 all of the apple applications are natively now you can also run any app even the mobile apps because now they're sharing the same architecture which is another huge thing um, and then well, I've seen some people that are doing like windows emulation and stuff like that. And even some of that is, is running pretty well. What was that? Uh, what was the program they were talking about that 
basically was that kind of made it backwards compatible with the x86 yeah it's it's i, I, I can't remember it's, what it's it, in here um but basically it's just doing the translation in real time which slows it down a little bit but it'll still work right and uh i think uh because i mean you do video editing i do video editing they were like you know it's going to be almost at the end of 2021 before adobe can even put out something to to talk to this because they're they're x86 based you know so yep. i mean x86 as a, an architecture is very power inefficient that's why you have to keep having higher clock speeds more cores to be able to do better and better things um as that switches over to a more lower power lower uh lower gigahertz if you will um you know in the m1 and then in arm itself but it has more cores or more efficient cores like in here it says mm -hmm. two times the performance using 25 percent of the power yeah so it's it's a, it's a much more efficient architecture and then one of the things we were talking about is um faster cpus aren't necessarily going to give you better performance anymore because applications can be written to take advantage of multiple cores and parallel processing so it's becoming um better to have more cores to do parallel simultaneous processing than it is to have a very very fast single or dual core system and, right. and we're seeing that it's more power efficient as well because i think they were saying what these laptops can go up to 20 hours yeah video playback yeah that that's crazy i mean even my uh my ipad which is i don't even know what it is ipad 2 or whatever if i watch a lot of youtube videos man it just eats my battery down on it and you know i can't imagine getting 20 hours of video playback on just uh a, ba a battery i mean because yeah. it's just it's it's crazy and think about that if they're adding that i mean i can get i can get about 20 hours on my apple watch mm -hmm. so if they can start bringing this stuff into there they can yeah. get in with the uh, Garmin's and stuff that that can go into months that they don't need charged or you know there's some stuff out there that that you know you can't do a year I mean it's a year that that they don't need charged and you yeah. know I mean they don't do as much as the Apple watches do but still where this is heading is going to be very good for all of us because our tech becomes more integrated than what it already is into our lives you know they they just added the new sleep feature with your watch and i'm like well when the heck do you charge it to to implement that you know yeah it's like because i mean i'm usually on about 10 percent power when i put it on the on my charger at night and you know that's anywhere from 7500 to 20,000 steps a day and text messages and stuff from wise cam and, and everything else that pops up on my watch. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what this architecture is going to do for 
the uh, Apple Watches and the iPhones also once they figure out more stuff here. And I mean, because what do you think about all this, Matt? I'm I'm definitely interested to see the longevity of this all in one, you know, from just the the upgradability or and then now lack of that, you know, because so many people, you know, you have a, a a 2012, a 2013 MacBook Pro, and you know you see the videos of you can put an SSD drive in it, you can upgrade the RAM, and everything's better. Well, yeah, that's gone. Now yeah. you don't have that option. But is it going to matter now that this is all integrated so tightly? Like, yeah. is the eight gigabytes of RAM base enough, you know, for everything down the road? And like, is it, is it somehow going to be through like software updates that they're going to keep it, you know, as fresh as it is now? Well, see, I, I wonder if if they can just you can just replace the the chip in older models and just refresh yeah. it. I mean, you get to the point to where they could. Yeah, right. I don't know that they would do that because they want you. To well, buy yeah, they want you to buy years, new, but but, uh, but yeah, yeah but still, after, maybe some kind of aftermarket shop or something may be able to do that. But I think this, in combination with. I mean, it's just going to get better and better and better. They're going to, the integration's going to get better once the applications are, yeah, they'll run on it today, but once they're fully optimized to take advantage of all of the things that this, this chip and then, and the next iterations of it can do, it'll get better and better. And once, once we start getting better battery tech, Nano diamond batteries, whatever that ends up being. <laughs> I mean, this this technology combined with better battery technology, we may see in our lifetime a laptop or a phone that can run for a week oh, yeah. or a month oh, yeah. without we've, having to yeah. be charged. I mean, we, we've already that's made... That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> so many... I mean, there's, there's been so many advancements just in the last 10 years. There, We could easily see that in the next five to ten years for sure mm-hmm. yeah here's the uh 15 hours of web 18 hours of movie playback that's crazy um and what the Mac- macbook air is what 16 inch screen i think i don't know 15, or 15 9 i think the pro is the only one you can get with the 16 but yeah okay. um yeah, so 17 and 20 and 15 and 18, and that's just, and even MK, M, MKBHD and some of the other ones that have re, that have reviewed it, they said it's not exactly this high, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Which, like, my Dell, I get about three and a half hours. Exactly. Just browsing the web, and maybe four, four and a half watching a movie, but, and this this is ridiculous, you know? I mean, this is like twice of what of a, what an iPad or something is. Mhm. I mean, even an iPad's like, I don't know, six, eight, maybe ten at the moment. Yeah. I think I think part of the the uh, calculation of the seventeen and twenty and you know whatever the number is is it's that of web browsing. I don't know that that uses that much energy, like power from the system. If you're just scrolling through Facebook. 
you know, looking at Amazon and shopping and stuff, as opposed to the watching, you know, Netflix or whatever kind of videos on Facebook, I think at that point, mm-hmm. I think your numbers might go down a little bit. And then also when it's the, the video playback is that video playback with, you know, Wi-Fi or yeah, Wi-Fi on and like yeah. Bluetooth on, or is that you've downloaded movies to your MacBook and then you're just playing them through your MacBook with it not connecting to anything else. Yeah. So it's like how skewed are those numbers to make it sound great. Yeah. I think that's and, and you see these people doing the real world test. They're getting maybe a couple of hours less than what Apple's saying. Which is yeah, still, still impressive. Right. Still, yeah. still yeah. dang impressive. I, I'd i take it. <laughs> I'll take one. And I'll, the performance I'll figure out how to is, use it. The performance is good too. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be revolutionary or as powerful as a full-blown desktop high-end desktop but it's getting closer and if they do start making like a new um mac pro you know desktop maybe they put three or four of these things in that and then what yeah (laughs) that's when it's going to probably get crazy that's when it'll get interesting the the future is now (laughs) yeah and just a kind of yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I am. I am more of a watch a video type of person, and I could not get through this because I was just like, yeah. these numbers are. <laughs> it it was just like okay, yeah. I, I thought didn't it know. was interesting because you know CPU monkey. They did. You can go in here and you can compare different chips against each other. So the Core i nine is what I have in my high end gaming PC. Right. You know it's a. Five or six hundred dollar chip. I think it might have came down a little bit because the uh, no, I think it's still like five or six hundred bucks. So this is Intel's best chip, really. There's like an extreme version, but you know that's like a thousand twelve hundred dollars. Um, but I mean, yeah, just the whole the whole cost of a of a, a I, PC of, a, uh, of an Apple Mac, of, yeah. yeah, one of these M ones nine nine ninety nine. <laughs> mm. But I mean, you just look at like. I mean, they, you know, it's got all the technical specs, but the uh, the cool thing was is the benchmarks, right? And uh, you look at so Cinebench is like a um, it's like a video processing like encoding software. I got gotcha. you. I mean, look how I mean, look how close they are. Yeah, you're talking about. I mean, I don't know what the M1 costs, but if you're paying almost as much as the Intel chip for the entire laptop. And you're getting just as good, if not better, performance in some cases. Right. Like certain things, like you look at the multi-core performance, like the uh, the Cinebench multi-core. Yeah, it's way way different. And then the single core, the R20. I don't know if it maybe it didn't. It's not updated to run on that chip yet, or it may not be optimized. So that's why it has a zero. You see some of these have zeros because yeah, I don't think the um the Apple M1 can run it yet. I, I think that's one thing these... that uh, MKB was saying was some of the yeah. tests aren't they're just not updated. Yeah, they don't they're not updated to to, to even run on it. So Yeah. But it's just a, a lot of these are really close and it's it beats it in some cases. It's you know not as good in some cases like this one the 64-bit multi-core. It's not as good. 
Um, but it, some of these, it just absolutely spanks it. So right. the performance but, is there. But I just wonder, uh, like, how skewed some of these are because, like you said, yeah. they they can't run everything yet. Yeah. Once these things are updated, and it'll be interesting to see, like, six months from now, once everything is kind of more apples to apples. Well, it'll never really be apples to apples because you're talking about different microprocessor architectures. But as long as this program can run natively on either, mm-hmm. then you can get a, a true comparison. So, what I'm interested in is like Final Cut Pro, um, stuff like that. When you're yeah. encoding video, you know, how much faster. I think Adobe updated final cut pro to use the m1 but they haven't updated the whole suite yet so right i haven't looked into those benchmarks yet like compared to like the i9 or an i7 or whatever but uh well i mean i i remember watching uh one of these uh youtubers that was actually uh exporting video and and encoding and whatnot and they were like well you see you see yeah they were like well you see right here we're at 4k video and it stutters a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'd take that right now. I mean, you know, I, I need to get a graphics card put in my computer right now because so I can take advantage of some of the Adobe, uh, GPU, uh, acceleration stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, I can do something and add something and I have to wait like a minute before it catches up and and lets me yep. see what I was doing. If it if it stutters for a half a second, oh, you see the old stutter. It's like I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean you're or talking you're trying, you you add an effect and then you want to watch it, right? You got to wait for it to render, or right. it doesn't render at all. Exactly. Like, well, now you don't know what it looks like, so it's like you got to either make it render mm-hmm. and then wait, and then yeah, it, yeah, but. But we're talking if if I could buy a thousand dollar laptop and and do yeah. everything I need to do, I mean instead it's, of buying a six hundred dollar CPU, a four or five hundred dollar graphics card, plus everything else you need for the PC. Exactly. <laughs> you're you know, you're about two or three times the cost to get close to the same amount of performance. Right. Maybe. So you know, and and these people, I mean, I understand they they have built out tricked out you know machines and they're like well you know this thousand dollar laptop stuttered a little bit and it's like you know what that doesn't even matter well, yeah with 4k my pc stutters with 4k video i mean yeah. i don't care well i mean you know i i did my christmas lights that and i shouldn't have recorded them at 4k just because i just i didn't realize i mean your pc i had you well <laughs> my my downloader hated me when i downloaded the probably 40 minutes total of video i had almost had 200 gigs of video and you know and i'm only going to upload it at 1080 but i just it it was kind of just a a play thing just to yeah just to see you know what what it was going to what it was going to do but i know as soon as i start going to edit that video my my computer's just going to go <laughs> That's yeah, funny. I just noticed what your shirt was. Oh yeah. Well, I figured yeah. this is going to be our last one, so I had to do my Christmas tea. So <laughs> happy little trees. I love that shirt. All right. Next up, we have 
USB 4. So Matt, I think you shared this. This is pretty cool. Um, I mean, I knew they were working on some the next revision because what are we like three dot? We're USB three point one now, mm -hmm. and then this is the you know the next one. Um, and they were talking about the M one based MacBooks, and then the Intel eleventh gen, which will be their next round of processors. We'll we'll start using or be able to support this technology, but. Why don't you talk about this uh, real quick? This is from Tom's Hardware. I'm going to grab uh, another ice cube and I'll be right back. Yeah, it was pretty cool just, you know, seeing how they're going to upgrade uh, the bandwidth available across the the USB type, uh, the platform. And I think later on down the article, we're talking about if your, your video that you need needs, you know, 10 gigs uh, to transfer your data, um, then you can then utilize the remaining, I think it's 40 total, so 30, to transfer whatever information, files, updating, you know, backup drives. I thought that was pretty amazing. Yes. Supports 4K60 across a USB-C. Yeah, that's mind-blowing right there. That's, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's... So, Interesting. so there's been a lot of, of talk because, you know, USB-C is here to stay. It's the standard and, you know, Apple put a lot of money into to USB-C and everybody's been upset that they're still at Lightning. And I watched a video and, and I, I should have linked it in our uh, Slack or whatever, but it was talking about why they keep their lightning is because they've got so much money and, and other people have so many uh, stuff that like the, the guy made it, the, the thing, he was like, well, you have the, all these iHome products that had the old 30 pin and now they're obsolete and you have to get an adapter to go to lightning and one of the main reasons that Apple's never went away from Lightning is because they've already been vested in it so long. It would cost them more to change now than to just stay with the Lightning port. Hmm. But they are switching. I mean, like the newer uh, iPad Pros, they have they have the the USB C. So I mean, they're they're they'll switch, but. I don't see it in the next, you know, couple iPhones released or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's coming. Um, they're they're gonna drag it out as long as they can because they want to make money off of their. Well, yeah, they their... have so many patents on the 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 Lightning port and. Yeah, but there's so many third-party resellers. Exactly. The, I mean, most people. I don't. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I would assume the majority of people, when they go to when they need to buy a lightning cable or whatever, they're not buying an Apple one. No, they're just they're three or four times the price, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not necessarily any better. I think they no. they fray and short just as fast as. I mean, I buy a lot of the Anchor stuff mm -hmm. just because they seem to hold up pretty well. Or USB cables and chargers and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny you say that about them not wanting to go away from C from 
the lightning port, but the the whole dropping the power brick with the 12. Yeah. And then, you know, because everyone has power bricks, but then they chose to go to a USB-C power brick. Right. Um, how, I mean, do most iPhone users have a USB-C to light? Well, well if, you're, so. if you're me and you have a work phone that's a Google phone, so I already have the power bricks that do the 18-watt power brick, you know, I mean, but most people, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I have that's USB-C that I already have power bricks for. So it wouldn't be that big of a deal for me, but nine times out of 10, everything you have is just the old, you know, little square, you know, five watt or two watt or whatever it is, uh, regular USB. Now they do have the, like my pixel two came with a USB C to ethernet or to USB adapter mm -hmm. so you know I, I don't think there's a real good reason for them to to do what they did because people like you said people don't have the the, the type c chargers or the, yeah. the power bricks right and this yeah. is i mean this is kind of overdue because thunderbolt 3 has been this same speed for a while now mm -hmm. so they needed to uh, i'm surprised they didn't go to the next version and leapfrog thunderbolt 3 because thunderbolt 3's been out for a while so but well, I think a lot of this is they, they they have to do it to support 8k resolutions and things that are coming which do we really need 8k no uh, <laughs> but uh there's been a lot of talk that uh the the next gen iphone is going to be portless so it's all going to be mag yeah all mag mag safe charging and 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 then you know i mean that's good because you you don't have to worry about water i mean you you have a, a sealed up phone then but it's also bad because you got to have the AirPods and you got to have the, the MagSafe, all, the MagSafe. All, all the MagSafe uh, cases because I, I work outside. I don't run any of my phones. I mean, if I have to take my phone out of my case to put it on my gimbal, I'm like kit gloves with it because <laughs> I'm used to having, you know, I have OtterBox cases on all my phones. You know, I have uh, Zag screen shields because I, I'm hard on on stuff. If if my screen shield, you know, like Matt, you sent me that that video of that guy that the acorn fell on is is and shattered his screen, and you were like, "What would you do?" I was like, "I'd just get a new Zag screen and uh, I'd be fine." But you know, it's like all these people that run their phones and i mean joe you do it without us without a protector and it's just like it scares yeah, the crap just, out of I me just, i have a case but i don't have a right protector on it but and i'm it also just, not outside all day right it's doing stuff like you do well heck matt dropped his on gravel what two feet and not even that 
Um, we were sitting on those folding chairs out by the, yeah, the fire pit. out of your so pocket or something, right? Eight inches. Yeah, that's crazy. It just hit at the what, was that Was that a guy's eight inches or real eight inches? <laughs> it just that was, hit that that was definitely a, a real eight inches. It just hit at that perfect angle. Yeah, hit that rock edge just right. That was an expensive weekend. It was. Broke my phone. <laughs> Had a quarantine after. Yeah, man, that sucked. So are you did you get a did you get the screen fixed? Were you just Hell gonna, no. No. Because no. you, you just got that phone too, didn't you? you? What see, two like, two months ago? You know, you can't where's that? Like you can't see it if you're looking straight no. on. You gotta be like at that right angle. Yeah. How it's, old is your phone? Two months. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's like my phone's two year over two years old now, and it's like, yeah, I want a new phone, but I'm just like, you know what? Just keep using it until I break it or the battery just like it. It has to stay on a charger pretty much all day, or I, I might get six hours of battery out of it for with yeah. My use. it's just my Google my Google work phone was it it was awesome and it's been awesome, and now you know. I could go throughout a whole day and use it and do this and do that with it. And I'd be like 80% at the end of the day. And now it's like at 30%. So I think I'm going to ask the people at work, be like, uh, well, I'm ready for a new phone. I mean, I've had it forever. So I'll see what they can give me for that. Yeah. You didn't get so... a pixel? Not for yeah. your work phone? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that? Twelve. Thirteen. Twelve. 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 Yeah, so. Twelve so Pro the, Max. So the so Apple is saying mm-hmm. that the new M ones are Thunderbolt three and USB four, and then the new Tiger Lake laptops. So the new Dell XPS thirteen will support USB four um, and Thunder Thunderbolt four. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything on Thunderbolt four, so. Um, their logo certifications from Intel that cost manufacturers time and money. So while USB 4 power computers could work with 40 gigabyte, gigabit a second devices, even those labeled as Thunderbolt, it may not list be listed as Thunderbolt. So that's the thing. It's like, these are just certifications, right? There's specifications for the certification of the speed, the probably the signaling of the wires and things like that, the transfer rate, whatnot. But Apple and Intel or whoever, they can do whatever they want, right? I mean, that's the... Yeah, I wish we would agree on some kind of standard across all devices. USB-C, because you can put it in either way. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to worry about if it's upside down or not. Um, And then as they adopt new standards, new speeds, just keep the connector the same. Just leave it alone. Yeah. It's it's perfect. USB-C is perfect. Yes, I, I, I would agree on that because, you know, I'll get and and I'm outside and I, I get dirt and dust and whatnot. And then my Thunderbolt cable, I'll, I'll notice that, oh, crap, my phone didn't charge last night. And, you know, I take a, a toothpick and I clean out my port and you're like, well, how the heck was this thing even working? Because it's full yeah. of lint and dirt and debris and. And that's a good thing about going portless, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, because then you don't it, have to worry be about that. It'll cheaper for them because they're not having to put that extra chip. They're not. They can just completely eliminate the USB Thunderbolt mm-hmm. connection, 
Um, they probably we probably won't see that savings, but it'll be cheaper for them to manufacture it. Right. It'll make it to where there is no openings at all, except for like the speaker grill. So higher IPS rating. I don't know. Is is there even one above sixty seven? Uh, I. 68, 69. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know that I've never seen anything above IP67. So 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 everything will have to be wireless or mag safe or or whatnot, which I'm fine with that, but let's just make it standard so that cuz I think that I seen didn't Marquez take the mag safe and use it on the new Pixel 5, didn't it work? Yeah, it's just a wireless charger. Phones? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it actually, because the Pixel 5 is metal, it actually um, latched to it. So I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. as long as there's some kind of standard for the charging, um, that's all I'm worried about. I don't care if it's wireless or not. Right. I mean, I I, I have a wireless charger and yeah. and I hardly ever use it just oh, because, really? well... It's it's a cheaper one, but still, mm-hmm. you have to have it like perfectly on there, or it doesn't charge. Yeah. And and that's what's nice about the iPhone 12. It's got that big MagSafe uh, port yeah, on it's, it. It's, so, it's so, going it's gonna line up every single time. Right. I, I get and, it. Yeah. And that's and like my my uh, my AirPods Pro. If I set them on there, I don't know if they're charging or not because you you know you gotta keep moving around and and if i could get a a pad that i could throw my watch on throw my iphone on throw my airpods on i'd, I'd be happy with that i'd I go ahead and one of those that you could put everything on well i do but it's it's one of these 30 dollar you know and you have to use the 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 Apple actually you have to put the the puck in for your watch and bring it down oh, and okay. so it's not like a, a all-in-one desk pad where you just you just set the stuff on there and it charges you don't have to position it perfectly and I mean I still charge my my iPhone at night because usually I sit in bed and watch a show or or scroll mindlessly through Facebook until I get tired and you know I don't want to have to lean over and and try to position my iphone perfectly so it 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 goes and you know it's going to charge you know yeah so yeah i've got a couple of the pixel stands in the same way if you don't get them on there just right like mm -hmm. you'll wake up and your phone hasn't charged all night you're like oh crap i bought like you the utech off amazon two of them for 20 bucks and they're just as good as the pixel stand and the pixel stands like 80 bucks i'm just like that's crazy. Could have, could have bought eight of those things for the same price <laughs> as a, a Pixel stand. Uh, and they'll work with any wireless charging. You know, well, so will the Pixel stand. But I think the Pixel stand charges a little bit faster. But if it's on there all day, what does it matter? Right. And, and you know, and it's just one of those things that everything just needs to go to a standard and be done with it. You know, it's just like home automation. I had to physically build a PC to run my home assistant because I have 30 apps for all my home home integration stuff. And it's like, why can't just 
why can't everything just work together? Oh, because mm-hmm. Samsung has to have their own little crap and Hugh has to have their own little crap and nothing can talk to each other. And then you have to, to, to go above and beyond to get anything to work. And it's, it, it's frustrating. Hello, honey. It's just frustrating yeah. on why can't everything just work together? I mean, it should be I'm, like it should be like a Wi-Fi standard. Exactly, everything has to have the same Wi-Fi standard. So let's just make everything have the same charging standard. Make it easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. But man, we'll, we'll be point. there. We'll be there soon. I mean, with all the advancements and everything that's coming, I mean, I look for you know we did the the M1 chip. I look for a lot of stuff to start going to ARM and, and be a universal standard. Yep. Yeah, and another thing with USB 4 is that it, all USB 4 will support power delivery, whereas now with like 3.1, some cables won't support power delivery or some devices won't support power delivery. So, yeah, it just needs to be standard. And it says up to 100 watts. With that's that's crazy. That's pretty. That's pretty good. And it's backwards compatible, of course, with older devices and things like that. Um, yeah, I just this whole Thunderbolt four versus you. And I understand Apple did the Thunderbolt thing because USB was taking so long to evolve exactly, and they needed yep. the higher speeds. But let's just make one standard and, um, you know, stick with it. That's I'll grab back one second. The M1s and the new eleventh uh, gen Intel laptops, like from Dell, are gonna are gonna start having it. And it says, well, as of this, it said that they've seen one product marked as USB four peripheral. So <laughs> it's coming. Just a matter of time. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a a, a long time, a long rollout. Because I feel like when USB C first came out. Phew, Man, most people forever. don't understand the, the different speeds, the different charging rates. They just, if the cable fits, they just use it. Yeah. They, they, you know, not everybody knows that it'll charge faster versus one cable over the other. Um, and, and or it's, it, it's somewhat related sometimes. Um, so I was on the shield the other day and mm-hmm. it needed to do like a system update and like Madison was like, I, I want to play the game. I'm like, well, you see, it's still updating. And it was like taking forever. <laughs> so it, once it finally I got up. I remember that. It did seem like it always took forever for that thing to update. Oh, my God. I, I guess their servers are just really slow at, you know, yeah. uh, up, you know, uploading the information to you or whatever. But so I, I got to like digging around to the network settings because I have it hardwired from the, the Orbi. And it it showed like ten gigabyte can or ten megabit, ten megabit. Yeah, I think it was ten megabit. Yeah, I'm like, oh my, what is going so on it, here? It, it, ten it megabit. Doesn't have, it doesn't on? even have a hundred. Maybe the new ones have a hundred. Oh no no no! Oh no! Kind of about the whole, you know, standardization or whatever. You know, if a, if you just use a, a cable, it's going to be as fast as possible. It's like. This should be a lot faster than this. So I went and grabbed another, you know, Ethernet cable. And the one that I had on 
the shield was a cat five. Mm -hmm. So I had, I happened to have a cat five E in my stash of cables. Boom. Gigabit connection. Meg. A gig. Gig. Oh yeah. <laughs> gig. I'm like, look nice. at all those extra zeros. That's fast. <laughs> See, we, we ran into that when we uh, switched over our phone system a while back. Uh, there was phones that wouldn't connect because they needed a gigabit, and we ended up having to run Cat5e or Cat6. Well, I, I just went ahead and run Cat6 because it's there, and yeah. you know it fixed all the problems that were happening because uh, the city building was built in like 96, 97, so cat five was it mm. and they've been running into a lot of problems with some of these newer uh the the newer uh standards with trying to bring in new phone systems and and you know we just did new phone system two years ago and right now you can't buy parts for it you can't get new phones for it so now mm -hmm. here two years later we're switching over or getting ready to switch over to a new phone system because nobody supports it Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It it's it's silly that people have to spend money to get things to work and then spend more money because in a few years technology does doesn't support it anymore. Is it from like a reputable brand? Like a, uh, a, yeah. a big a big player in enterprise. Big player. Yep. And it's already yep. outdated in two years. Yep. And you can't, you cannot get that model anymore. And we've got phones dropping left and right. And you can't, I mean, like nine times out of 10, you come to your phone and it says searching for, for internet. And you got to, you got to power cycle it because they're all POE. You got to power cycle it. And then all oh, way it comes and it comes on. And then, you know, two days later, you got to do it again. And, and, mm -hmm. You know, you can't have that kind of stuff. No. You know, it, you need to set up a smart switch on the POE to just reboot overnight. Yeah. It's sad that you have to do that, but. <laughs> right. Hmm. All righty. Next up, we have Amazon jumps into the pharmacy business with <laughs> online prescription fulfillment and free delivery for Prime members. This is actually pretty cool. Like, I mean, this, this is, is awesome. This is something we need right now. I mean, because I don't know when the last time you guys have picked up a prescription, even going through the drive-thru at, at Kroger or other places, everybody's doing it because they don't want to go in. Right. Well, it, it can, it takes forever. Sometimes. I actually picked up a, oh. pr a prescription today and I, I went in because it was just, it was just easier for me to go in. And, you know, there was like, 10 people in line and it was really surprising to me that there was 10 people in line because most of the time it's just backed out the door yeah. uh in the in the drive-thru you know and and you know they're they're pretty quick about it but honestly i if you remember back and i think we've touched on this before what happened to uh warren buffett bezos and whoever else they said they were going to do their thing. own yeah, insurance thing. Oh, no. and, and and then it kind of just fell apart. And then this popped up and I'm like, huh, maybe they are going to start something because if I could get my medicine delivered to me, I mean, I do subscribe and save and I don't know if you guys do it or not, but mm -hmm. 
I love my subscribe and say because you got to do your shopping and and make sure you're not overpaying for stuff. But there's a lot of stuff. It's it's the stuff that you forget, you know, Q-tips, yeah. uh you know the paper, paper towel. towel. You got, yeah, well, you got paper towels. And, I know. Uh, I don't Clorox do the paper. Wipes. I do the Clorox wipes, but I do, uh, don't do paper towels because the paper towels are almost twice as expensive. So it's remember just the dash buttons. Yeah, I used to have like four of those dash buttons under my kitchen sink. So for like dish dishwasher tabs, mm-hmm. paper towels. Uh, uh, a lot of people are detergent. taking. We would just hit that button. And it would, I'm like, but you had to be careful, like you said, because it would like that price. Exactly. If you weren't paying attention. And, and, and a lot of people, well, they did, did away with all those dash buttons. So a lot of people were turning, were, were, were doing the subscribe and save. It's just easy. Yeah. Well, no, they were, they were taking those dash buttons and turning them into, uh, you could uh, load Tasmodo on them. And turn them into home automation buttons to turn on a light or or do this certain automation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, what do you think? Like, maybe this is the first step. Maybe this will allow them to get people into the system, and then it'll make it easier. Like, this could be the gateway for their insurance. What I mean, what do you right. think about that? It, it, it might just well, be in all. All conspiracy I, theorist theorist here or what? I don't know. Here's here's what I want. My I have Crohn's and my Crohn's medicine is three hundred and sixty dollars a month. And if if Amazon can can beat that or mm-hmm. get me something, you know the same the same thing for ten dollars cheaper. And ship it to my house, and I don't have to go to Kroger or, or Walgreens or whatever else, CVS or whatever else pharmacy you use. So be it, because, you know, I can't do the, because of how much it is, they won't do the mail. So if I can go to Amazon and, and do all my stuff and I don't have to worry about it and it just gets redone by itself, that's one less thing for me to, to, Okay, well, it's Sunday Sunday evening. I'm refilling my prescriptions, and I'm out of this one. So, or I'm almost out of this one. I got to call the number and and ask for a refill. And and if 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 it does it automatically, I'm happy yeah, with the it. Thing is, this going to be easier? Because that's the if it's easier, more people will use it. Exactly. Because it's two day. It's prime free prime delivery. Two. It, it said two day prime delivery. So if you go to the doctor and you need like an antibiotic right away, you're still probably going to have to go through those traditional channels. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually they'll be able to offer it same day or whatnot. But, and I didn't know they bought pill pack mm-hmm. in 2018. So I think it's yeah. driving a lot of this. I don't remember. Well, that, there, was but... a, there was a few ads on there for the, the vitamin. Um, I don't know, like a couple years ago, there was a, uh, they did a big push for the the vitamin pack and and all that for the pill pack and that was when they bought them and i haven't seen much after that Hmm. yep so they'll be going up against cvs walgreens walmart you know kroger all the all the big ones now now why i i don't i don't take 
any meds. So I don't know mm-hmm. a whole lot about pricing, but what would, or I guess, would it really allow Amazon to get your Crohn's meds cheaper than CVS and Walgreens and uh, Rite Aid? Good. I mean, are, because are because that the much more bigger? people that they have, then they could say, well, we've got. 20 million people that take this medication, you're going to give us a better price on it or we're not going to buy it from you. We'll go find another brand. Right. And then, cause that's what CVS and Walmart and all of them do is they say, we've got this many people that get this medication every month and they, and they can negotiate that price. Um, that's, I guess, I think that's the advantage of it. I don't know. What do you, what do you think there? Uh, I think Amazon is so big and that's why most of their subscribe and save. I mean, like diapers, when Arlo was in diapers, we did subscribe and save because you get an automatic 20% off your diapers. That's huge savings. And anybody that's ever bought, went to Kroger and bought diapers. It's, it's a huge savings. And I think Amazon is so big and so many people will use this that they will be the biggest part of the market and it'll help drive that price down. It, yeah. Cause I think it, that's good. Matt. I was going to say, you, you don't think the actual companies that are manufacturing the particular drug can't just go, you know, we're the only ones that make it. This is the price. Like, it, it, yeah, that you're still is gonna the have price that. different from like when you've had your drug, your Crohn's meds filled, is the price different from Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, or yeah. is it roughly the same everywhere? I, yeah, I well, here, here's, here's, here's the thing. And uh, Trump signed something and did something to make basically uh, all pharmacists had a, you can't tell people you could save money with, with search and such and such such you had to physically ask well this is too expensive what can i do to yeah. you know like the good rx and yeah, and the good, yeah they, they mentioned the good rx in here is like that that will tell you what discounts are available right. it's like you shouldn't have to do that though right you shouldn't have to do that and then here's here's the problem my crohn's medicine it it was it was 600 and some dollars because it was not a generic form because somebody had a patent on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the people that had it, they had a program where, okay, yeah, it's 600 and something dollars because your insurance and your high deductible plan, but we're going to charge you $10. If you sign up for this plan, if you know to sign up for this plan, then we'll charge you $10 for the first three months. Then it goes to 80 for the next three months. Then it's 120, but they charge your insurance the full price. So it goes towards your deductible. Well, where that fell off now that's generic, you know, I pay $360 a month and that's the cheapest I can find it. And why, you know, why can't, I mean, for something that costs them probably 10 cents to make my, 60 pills I take a month and, and there's such a markup on it. I mean, I can't even imagine some of these elderly people 
that need these heart medications or, or any other medications. And, you know, you're talking two, $3,000 a month for medications and they just go without it. Yeah. Some of the cancer drugs and things like that. Are yeah. Really I mean, like my friend, I, under, I understand they're trying to recoup their money because they've invested in the research and development right. and testing. That's why they're allowed to have the patents and be the, the only one that can sell that for so many years before it be, can become generic. Right. But I think we're going to see a lot of, hopefully, a lot of the tech coming out of the uh, mRNA COVID vaccine research. I think a lot of that's going to help drug development. It's going to shorten the time. They're going to be able to tar better target things with drugs and mRNA treatments. And I think hopefully it will reduce the cost and the research time, but yet to be seen. But, 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 you know, you think of, you think of this and, and you mentioned that it is amazing that in nine, 10 months that they have actually came up with a vaccine that's 90% effective. And they've been trying to make an mRNA type vaccine for a long time. So I don't know what changed in the last nine months. To what, you know, maybe they just were really warm chip. <laughs> well, I mean, you think well. about it. Um, I think that this is my opinion, but I think this is what happened. You had something come out, coronavirus. We desperately need the vaccine for it so they're heavily incentivized to be the first or one of the first because they're going to make a lot of money off of it had had covid never happened we probably wouldn't have seen the acceleration in the mrna yeah. um, vaccines that's just my opinion i know i agree with you on that i mean because it's just one of those things that there's if, money if, to be made, and if, if they're not one of the made. first two or three to the table, exactly. they're going to lose out completely. Wasn't part of it, though, the AI modeling? Yeah, I think we were talking about that. So being able to test artificially or do the protein folding and, and, and do the, you know, the, the genetic decoding, because one of the things that I was reading is that COVID has like 30 some thousand proteins or wow. pieces to it. And the mRNA vaccines, the, the, the two or three different ones that are being developed right now are targeting about 2,900 to 3000 of those. So what? 10%. Mm -hmm. Um, but how did they figure out which ones? And I think that was where the, the machine learning, artificial intelligence, the, the machine in, infer inference, you know, being able to train a model, do the testing virtually through a computer to figure out what was going to work and what was not, because how many combinations does that, I mean, you have 30,000 different possible proteins. That's crazy. Components. I mean, you mm. got to have, I mean, that would have taken hundreds of years through normal testing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
the whole in, i don't know if you guys had a chance to watch that video i posted the other day i think it was from z dog md but he explains why mrna is so different and uh hopefully better than the traditional vaccines that have we've had yeah um it's pretty fascinating stuff i don't understand it all but it's still pretty fascinating <laughs> I'll, I'll just give you the uh the matt answer that i always tell him it's just science <laughs> just my five just my job five days a week yeah so uh i have to go move the elf on the shelf real quick so i'll be right back <laughs> Before Arlo gets home, yeah. Before Arlo gets home, so oh, okay. So give give me one second. I it won't take me long. I'll just throw him somewhere and or Buttercup, <laughs> her. I don't know what it is. He named it Buttercup, so just give me one second. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, ho okay. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So <laughs> I had to go take a a random drug test because we get random drug tests at work. No, because you get random drug tests. Oh, at yeah. Work. Well, this is the fifth time this year. So, anyways, I go and it said, I'm filling out this paperwork. <laughs> and it said, What's your gender? And I said, Male. And then the next line said, What gender do you identify as? Do you identify as now? I'm like, uh, Male. <laughs> so, it, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't care Yeah. if people want to do that, that that's fine. But I just found it comical that well, they have to put that on a, on a standard form yeah. now. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, you know, I think, I think, yeah, it, whatever, whatever think you want to be, as long as if you want to, if you want to yeah. be a unicorn, that's fine. It, that, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. But it, it was just whatever makes you happy. If it doesn't harm anybody else, exactly. I want you to be happy and comfortable. Was it? Uh, did you see? Um, Ellen Ellen Page is she's now Ethan identifies as huh? Is it is it Ethan Page now or uh, Elliot? Elliot. So she's is, he is now Elliot Page. Oh, what what was her name? Uh, Ellen. I thought. El oh, Ellen, Ellen Page. Okay. Yeah. So I, give I, me. I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah, go ahead, Darren. Give me I'm one second. I'll be right back. Okay, go. Go uh, move uh, the elf on the shelf. Yeah, I, I seen that. And, uh, I didn't know that he uh, um, was even... I mean, when Ellen always seemed like she was like a tomboyish type to me. Mm -hmm. And you watch a lot of her movies and things like that. But you never know if that's just acting or whatnot. So... I mean, who cares? You you gonna? I don't care what you identify as. It's like uh, I like how uh, people were putting the stickers on like their trucks and stuff. It says I identify as a Prius or whatever. <laughs> Did you see that? That was like way back. I mean, not to make no. it lighter or joke of anything, but I mean, it's just another flip side of that, right? I know you got to be careful. You pay more uh, taxes, right? Or your on your uh, registration. Well, if, if yeah, you identify if you have a hybrid, as a Prius, if you have a hybrid, well, at least in Ohio, <laughs> I'm sure other states are adopting that if they haven't already, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So hybrid, you got to pay an extra hundred bucks a year, and then if you're a uh, full EV, you got to pay two hundred more a year because they're saying they're not making 
the money off the gas tax that they normally would if you were driving a well, traditional they they aren't engine. i mean they, yeah they're not i get it but heck even most internal combustion engine cars i mean isn't the average like around 30 miles per gallon now for maybe not trucks but like april's camry she gets like almost 30. yeah i don't know i don't know I mean, as I fuel efficiency increases, they're going to make less money off the tax because people aren't using as much. What about the last nine months? I mean, how much gas tax have they lost because people aren't driving as much and traveling uh, due to COVID? I don't know. There's there's videos I've seen on TikTok of, of Gatlinburg, and there's definitely no lack of people going to Gatlinburg right now. So Yeah. Well, I, I, I just, think- like the other day I went, to my doctor's appointment, when I was on my way there, gas was a dollar eighty six. On my way back, an hour later, it was two oh five. <laughs> I was like, in an hour? <laughs> wow, I hate that. But or- luckily, I got gas on the way out, <laughs> and not on the way back. Uh, you sound like my. You sound like some people that I know that will drive halfway across town to save twelve cents on. No, a I, I, would have just, I, I would have gotten at the same place regardless. I just happened to notice it because yeah. I had just gotten gas and yeah. I drove right past it. So, But I, I think, think that, for... I mean, you don't deal with like the prescription stuff much, right? At, at, at what, for what you do. Zero. Yeah. I don't, I don't do anything when it comes to, to the medications. Yeah. It's so. interesting. He says you have to be 18. And it'll be available in 45 states, not including Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, Minnesota. And they expect to add those over time. So I wonder what the holdup is with those states because I didn't see that in the Seems like, a, like an interesting list of states to not be included. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, I would have thought California would have been on that list. You know, to not it's be interesting. It says included. they'll accept most forms of insurance, but they'll also offer savings for people without insurance. I think that's kind of what GoodRx does, whether you have our insurance or not, you can still get the same price. I mean, honestly, I think this is the way for them to, because in order to do this, you're going to have to give them the, your insurance information. They've already got your name, your address, your buying habits for everything else. Now they're going to have your insurance information and what prescriptions you're taking. I mean, it's just, it's another data point or points that they're going to have. Then they'll eventually be able to use that to maybe offer some kind of insurance plan of their own in the future. Now, it was just, was it just Microsoft that they slapped the hand of about being a monopoly or, or? I think that was the whole antitrust thing around Microsoft was, Forcing the whole Internet Explorer uh, thing is yeah, that what you're Internet talking Explorer. about? Yeah. Yeah. That's just because they were they weren't allowing you to remove Internet Explorer when you bought Windows or installed Windows. Oh. So they're saying that that made everybody use Windows Explorer. Oh, okay. Because it was already pre installed. I mean, that's like saying um I'm gonna sue Toyota for putting power window buttons in my car. Because I'm going to use them because they're there. I mean, it's silly, but I mean, it is what it is. Well, I tell you what, I'd I'd rather use uh, 
Internet Explorer than Edge. I don't use either one of them, so Edge what? is not terrible, but I still use Chrome. Yeah. Even though I know there's other, like if you want something that's better as long as far as like browser security and like what it tracks, I heard Brave is really good. Um, it was a good. I heard. Uh, there's like the newer versions of Firefox are supposed to be pretty fast. So I haven't messed with it because I have so much tied into Chrome through Google and Gmail yeah. and Google yeah. Docs and Pixel. It's, it's no matter they've what already, they've already got my info. Out, yeah. They've already got my info. I'm not getting away from it at this point. No matter what computer you get on, your everything's the same. You open up the browser; it's there. You have all your links. Everything's the same, and that's that's kind of the one thing that that keeps me with Apple, is because no matter if I change to a new phone, everything's the same as it was when I had my old phone, and that's one nice thing about everything being tied in. But it's also the downfall, is because everything's tied in. The don't you guys have a friend that's a pharmacist that likes craft beer? Yeah. Yes. Um, Julie. Julie. So, it, it, uh, you you scrolled away from it, but it was talking about how they'll have the means to verify the doctor's like written prescription or whatever, and I think um, Julie was talking about how there has to be like a pharmacist on site where she works or or something like she mm-hmm. has to be there. I, review I their prescriptions how, and be able to fulfill them or yeah um, so, um, well that's that might be part of the uh the pill pack yeah and maybe they already have that to them mm-hmm. i just that's wonder how, they, how I mean, they're going to do this you know on such a large scale like that yeah i think because they said they were going to use the pill pack infrastructure and all of the technology that they already had i'm sure they were going to they're going to expand on that they have to right but it also said that um they will not do Schedule Two medications, huh? Which includes opioids and things like that. So, which I wonder if that's just because it's harder to verify who someone is when you're not picking it up in person. Like, I mean, I've picked up medications for April, and she's picked up medications for me before, but. If it's certain types of medication, I don't think they allow that. You have to uh, help yourself. Well, I I just when I had to take my dad to have surgery, and I took him home, and they let me pick up some Vicodin for him, and nobody said anything. You know, the the pharmacist that filled it, he was like, he was like, "Well, what's your date of birth?" And you know, I was like, "This is prescription for my dad. He just had surgery, and the." I mean, he really didn't, you know, think twice of it because I showed him my ID. I mean, I was a Murphy. He was a Murphy. So, I mean, is it going to be like that to where it doesn't really matter if you're, I mean, there there are going to be, I mean, what about uh, people stealing packages? I mean, yeah, it, it does. Now they're does, going to be looking for your medication. Right. Well, does like. I have I have the Amazon key uh downloaded but it's not available in my area yet. Yeah. So 
is it going to have to be where, yes, you, you know, they have to be able to open your garage door to put it inside or. Yeah, it doesn't say that. So or smart maybe, that, maybe that's why they're not going to do schedule two is because they don't want to deal with that part of it. Right. This is interesting. So it says that, you know, this will, of course, follow all the federal HIPAA rules and it won't share pharmacy data with advertisers or marketers without permission. <laughs> and even though that they've leveraged all this customer data to build their advertising models, this will be a completely separate thing from that. But will it be that way forever? Is you know, I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, did you guys hear the joke about HIPAA? No. I'm sorry, I can't tell you. <laughs> Elizabeth absolutely hates that joke. <laughs> that is the best joke in the world. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That is that is that joke level like here. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a boogie in it. That's the best one right there. It's corny as hell. <laughs> Well, it says that they'll be able to offer discounts of up to 80% on generic and 40% on brand name. And that, that they've leveraged their um, relationship with Inside RX savings program, which is a part of Evernorth, which grew out of a merger between Express Scripts and Insurance Strike Cigna. So obviously they've been in, in negotiations and preparing for this for a long time. Um, I mean... As if Jeff Bezos isn't worth enough. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he, he had that divorce that, that cost him a lot of his billions, so. And yet he's still the richest person in the world. No. Elon Musk passed him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, there was a there was a post. I th I'm pretty sure Elon posted that he was the rich, richest man in the world right now. Well, it also says that Prime customers can also get a prescription savings benefit card to use at over 50,000 pharmacies, including CVS, Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens for those who need urgent medication. So like you go to the doctor, they prescribe you something right away, like antibiotic or whatever, you'll still be able to get your Prime benefit. So they must be like doing back channel negotiations and yeah. doing reciprocation through this for you know in some way and it also said they declined to comment on not having any brick and mortar pharmacies but these amazon fresh stores that are starting to pop up they could easily add pharmacy stuff to those probably where now you can walk in you know you get all your stuff and they can have like a little locker that could dispense your medication because it can see you can do the facial facial recognition or you put your phone up to it to unlock it. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, Justin, how are you, buddy? How's Jeff Bezos tonight? has fifty billion more dollars than Elon Musk. <laughs> okay, maybe I was drunk at the time. I don't know. Well, no, it could have been the article that you read was just well, I don't it know, also clickbait or something. Was it the S and P thing that you were talking about, where it made I him like number so. three? Yeah, maybe. Oh, also, that that video, the timeline that showed the evolution oh, like when awful. he shot up, it was so long. <laughs> I couldn't get over how long it was. Dynamically fantastic, 
That's awesome. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I think all of us are at least a drink or two in at this point. So, yeah. cheers. Happy yeah, Friday. I need to catch up. <laughs> oh, my God. You drank all those this podcast? Well, two of them were PBRs. Yeah, two of them were, or three of them were PBRs. Oh. What's the uh, Cloud Harvest and then what's that one? Platform. Oh, you had a Hazy Jude still? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I picked up, I, I actually found a six pack of it the other day. I was like, uh, yoink. <laughs> I drank my last uh, uh, Phantom Forest the other night, and I don't know if they're making it anymore. Uh, I saw some and I picked it up. But I want, is it old? No, it wasn't old. Uh, somebody yanked one off of it to make the uh, uh make your own six pack, and I was like, uh, oh, "Are you kidding me?" So I didn't buy it, and I wish I would have bought it just to, just because. Yeah, that's haven't stuff had a drink since the start of this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I can Whoa. understand that. Uh, you're a better man than I yeah. because I could not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but if he hasn't had a drink, what else have he had? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Michigan, that is our uh, last topic for tonight. So I was going to bring up... Um, so Darren made a video, a montage, collaboration. I don't know what you, what, what you would call it exactly, but... Um, of our trip you you shared this on your page not our page so uh, yeah it was shared on my ass there um, page and i think on my personal page and uh i've got it muted but i know that you used all the same you used uh epidemic yeah, right it's so, all epidemic so everything the video you guys hearing the audio i don't hear the audio but maybe people watching it do um I think I have to tell it to share the audio. See if this works. Sixth. And we're in t-shirts and shorts in the upper part of yeah, so, Michigan. So well, you posted this one probably about 65, we 70 what, degrees November right now. It's 3rd? crazy. Yeah. Fifth, well, six, seventh, but eight. last night when we got no, here we about 1.30 in the morning, it was pretty darn cold. But this morning when we woke up, went outside. So that, I mean, it was... It was chilly, but it heated up really, really quick. So I'm excited. We're going to have a bonfire tonight. Turn turn it down just a hair. Do some other stuff. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, the only reason I I posted so many videos is because I was uh, COVID bound and I was living in a uh, RV down at my barn. So I just edited a bunch of video and. I asked Joe to post the video he took, and then I had video too, so I just threw it together and made like a little little montage of uh, our little trip. Yeah, I haven't made my version yet. Uh, I don't know that I'm, I probably eventually will. I don't know. I mean, I, you did a great job on it, so I don't Thank you. really felt. I haven't really felt uh, the need to make one. <laughs> if I do make one, I'll put it on our. I'll put it on the DWB page, but. Um, Mine probably won't be as in depth as yours, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I like yours because of the, uh, I don't know, the music is perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I tried a, a few different things when I was editing this, and I actually yeah. did like color correction. Oh, yeah. I added yeah, in a well, 
we had two different. We had you had my camera, your mm -hmm. camera, and my and your my phone. phone. Yeah. So like I added in a couple sound effects, and I told Matt that and he was like, I didn't hear any sound effects, and this is one of them. the The door did not make that noise. That's the one you added. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the second one is when you rolled down my back window when you were shooting late. I I did catch that one. Okay. I just didn't say anything yeah. because I'm because you had you didn't have the sound because it would have been a bunch of wind noise. So. Right, I took took the sound down. Now, and, was the fire real, or did fire, you add that? Fire, all the fire, all the water, everything was real. Uh, mm. Luckily, I was able to use. I downloaded a bunch of water sounds, but I did not even have to uh, use anything. Do you guys know electric vehicles? I've heard. I've heard about that. Of automobiles in 1910 were electric. Mm. Really? Yep. Yeah, I've heard about that. So, did they use some like lead acid batteries, or what did they use? Pollution. The amount of stars we saw on our kind of battery tech that they used was back just then. amazing. It had been let us some of these pictures yeah. do it. That's justice. crazy. I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's probably my favorite. The one right after this is probably my favorite. Picture. I wasn't super happy with how this turned out just because looking at some of these people who do it on YouTube and yeah. then the guy on TikTok that we will follow. Yeah. Yours were good. Mine on the camera just. I don't know. I wasn't super impressed. Yeah, I, I, I didn't end up using any any of those. And when we were taking them, they looked fantastic. And then when you sent them to me, I was just like, man, this is this is not as good as it looked that night. Did they get too compressed or something? I don't think so. It, it just, um, I, I think it's just we had some cloud cut, a little bit of cloud coverage, and it just. They were a little hazy. Hmm. Yeah, if I do one, I'm just, I was just gonna do like just all of the the shots from our our hike, and that was probably gonna be it. <laughs> I was just gonna call it like Lost in the Woods in yeah. Michigan or something. <laughs> yeah, but all the water sounds I was able to keep. And here's Matt throwing up deuces. <laughs> Jay Leno like has a baker. Signs. Oh, so uh, the baker was uh, all electric. I'll have to check that out. I didn't know Jay Leno had one. That's cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for telling us that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I threw some slow mo in there and and uh, other things. This was with the uh, the, Panas the Panasonic. Uh, no, or that the, was the, the Canon. Yeah, the I Canon. didn't have Panasonic at the time. It had oh. uh, sorry. That uh, that Baker car had a nickel I, iron I like, battery. I like this shot. Nickel iron. Yeah. I really like this shot. I like how you. Yeah, that was a cool it. spot. That was a really cool spot. Yeah, that was an awesome spot. <laughs> it was not cold enough to put a hood up, though. <laughs> I like how that turned out. Yeah, that, that I you shot you shot that one. Yeah. I wish I would have put my microphone on. It doesn't sound terrible, but no. it would have been better and, if I would have put my microphone on. And what on. really bothers me is like right when you get right up to me, you hear like a ee, and that was a that was like a, a, a branch rubbing against my camera. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out a way to get it out of it. 
There's a motor inside the golf ball when professionals play. Really? Like an electric motor or something? Or just some kind of like kinetic motor thing? That's pretty cool. Yeah, the soundtrack worked out really good for this. I kind of kept it chill until like the last half of it. Then I made for it a little bit upbeat. It's amazing how much that uh, woodpecker killed that tree dude that thing was destroyed that's probably one of my favorite pictures the one yeah. that i took uh yeah that's at the very end of it holy crap in 1906 the baker land a lot i don't know i probably butchered that was four thousand dollars wow that's a lot of money back then what is that equivalent to today matt i bet that's like hundred thousand dollars or something something crazy because what was the model a's when they were like at their peak like 250 bucks or something thousand dollars in 1906 is worth a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars today uh, that was close that that last shot that just happened with you walking slow-mo that was probably my favorite shot in the whole video just because of how it flowed with the music yeah remote control motor i was telling megan about that hike and how we'd be walking along and all of a sudden you'd be like Hey, 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 go back to that spot right there. I think I got a good shot. <laughs> yeah, there's there's you taking pictures of that uh, tree that tree. absolutely tore up by that uh, woodpecker. That was the funniest thing right Dude, there. I, yeah. I laughed. Because it almost sure. looks like a smurf. Yeah, it's just like a smiley face hear, with like a little. Did you spoon. hear that that yeah. window rolling down? Yeah, that was a sound effect. Yeah, because if you that, you would have never been able to hear that with that wind noise. No, no, no. And you can tell you can tell I was sick when I did my voiceovers because yeah, I had the, like this like raspy uh, voice, <laughs> and uh, I actually showed this video to my grandma, and she was like. You got a great voice for uh, voiceovers. I was like, no, that was just because this is the first brewery we stopped at in Traverse City. Yeah, you could um, tell you're a little raspy. It was a pretty cool place. Uh, had a really good beer, and the atmosphere was really nice. Uh, I got to talking to one of the workers there. I want to go back to that place in the, the summer when they have live music and check it yeah, out. They do live do you guys notice they have a Taft? Uh, sticker yeah i was looking at that to see his, what uh, they had that was near us and they had the crafts cool. and if if we go back up there like in the summer or whatever we have to take some stickers for them. i've got a whole drawer full <laughs> i was sad that i didn't get uh any pictures of the outside of the uh the train stop because yeah, this place so you, pulled those, you pulled those I pulled off train Facebook page, yeah. turned into a microbrewery uh, they had really, really good pizza and really good brews. Ah, oh, shit, what's going on? Sorry about that. They did have good pizza. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I get, I so get that, Justin. I think uh, it does look like a tree stump. Yeah, that was the best pizza right there. The one you got, Matt. Dude, that well, was so good. Darren, you probably haven't watched it yet, but me and Matt watched the new uh, Kevin Hart, and they were talking about the, uh, the, the bop. bop. The bop. <laughs> and the arugula. Dude, you got to watch funny. that on Netflix. It's hilarious. Oh, uh, dude. I've not laughed that hard in I don't know how long. Uh, uh, this was such a great trip. pizza. It was so nice to it's just like, get away from it. It's like, like black, that's arugula. Centers, stars around a campfire and enjoy good company. Oh, there's your, there's your tree, Joe. I hope you enjoyed yeah. this video. It was a blast to the make. The holy it. tree. And I hope you enjoyed seeing everything. It is still that alive. That's what I, it's yeah. Until next time, on. goodbye. It's crazy. Look how much my beard's grown out since I know. <laughs>we'll
go ahead and get release a new one with the hybrid that gets seven 700 miles to a tank or do i just purchase the one i have now and wait for the all electric in yeah. 2022 so i said huge one year anniversary party we need to think who your guests will be someone special maybe we'll get elon yeah, yeah there we go. That, that'd be a, that'd be a life goal right there We'd have to, you know, in March. We'd, we'd have to play the podcast like 1.2 speed. <laughs> well, they would, we would. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, we need to uh, maybe next time you talk to Kevin, Matt, ask him if he's interested in coming on maybe January, February time frame. Yeah. Or we could have him as our one year anniversary guest if we don't get anybody else. So, yeah, whatever. I'm down. I'm down for it. Um. I don't know like what he's allowed to talk about or without getting in trouble and whatnot. So I don't want him to, I don't want him to, you know, get himself in any trouble, but that'd be oh, cool. he, he won't, he won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it'd be super cool. I think we should ha maybe, yeah. Ask him what he wants, ask him when he wants to come on. And I mean, it could be January or whatnot. So we're not, we're not planning on doing another episode this year just because of all the holiday activity. Um, even though, it's limited this year in, in capacity. I just think, you know, spend time with our families and, and whatever capacity that, that means. And um, kind of take, even though we've just taken kind of a break, you know, come in fresh new year. I think the fourth is the first Friday in January. I believe um, I could be wrong. Um, anybody's got a calendar in front of them. As we all have our phones in front of us. Uh, the first Friday is the first. And then well, that's the, New Year's. So yeah, that's New Year's. So the 8th the eighth will be the next one. Yeah. Okay. So January 8th probably be our next episode. Um, we may we may put up some stuff between now and then. Highlight videos, things like that. We'll be sharing some stuff out, I'm sure. But maybe I'll edit my... Um, Michigan trip video and yeah. throw that up on our channel. Um, I'm sure I'll have some time. So we appreciate everybody's support throughout this year. Yeah. Um, looking fun. forward to putting 2020 behind me. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to being done with this year. Yeah. And moving on to the next year. Yeah. It's um, pretty, it's pretty sad when your uh, four year old son goes, I know we can't do it because the virus. <laughs> I mean, I feel so bad for these kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. can't. I can't even imagine. You know, I mean, this is the first time in in the, our whole lives. I mean, I'm I'm 43 now, and and I never remember anything like this. You know, and and these kids that are having to go through this, it's just like either a it'll spark something in them that will bring them to the next level or yeah. it'll be something that'll bring them into a hole later on in their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for us, it was nowhere near this level of craziness would have been Y2K and, you know, nine 11, you know, cause people kind of lost their mind. I mean, for obvious reasons they did at nine 11, but Y2K people lost their minds that they thought, you know, technology was just going to stop. Yeah, you know, all the hoarding and things happened back then. But yeah, as an adult, though, yeah, definitely nothing like this has happened. 
all i all i know is i might have to buy a bidet just in case 88 constellations 88 piano keys yeah that's a that's a pretty good one never thought about that i just reshared the facebook event for the vapeology toys for tots toy drive good so if you weren't on at the beginning of the show we are uh we had uh aaron on from vapeology aaron hayes um they are doing their sixth annual toys for tots toy drive if you are local to us in monroe ohio if you know if you know any of us personally you can either give toys to us donate money to us we will get it to aaron you can drop them off to aaron at vapeology they have to be a new unwrapped toy can be something as small as like a, a matchbox car to to whatever you know you may feel like if you don't want to do the shopping, Aaron will take the money and he will go, him and his family and his friends, they will go and buy the gifts. Um, and this, like I said, it's all in support for Toys for Tots. Because yeah. we aren't, he usually has like a, a Toys for Tots drive event at the store every year. We're not able to do that this year due to COVID. So we're trying to help him. He's had a lot of people back out that normally have uh, helped him in the past. So we're trying to do oh. our part. Toys if you want to do something show. special this holiday season with minimal effort, this is the perfect thing for it. You either buy some toys, give some money, and we'll take care of the rest. And it's going to a great cause, provide uh, toys for kids that otherwise may not have them. So if you're interested in any of that, we'll share more information on our Facebook page. Um, you can go check us out. Um, you can find that at uh, .com, um, and um, we'll have more information. Aaron's going to share more information throughout the next couple of weeks as well. We'll make sure we repost that. What were you going to say, Darren? Uh, I was just saying, yeah, they, they just had a lot of be, uh, people back out. I mean, it was just wanting uh, people for him. They, uh, yeah, there you go, Elizabeth. Um, they, the, I mean, you know, 50% of their, their people for actual toys for tots dropped out. So, you know, it, it's really going to hurt the, the people that need it. So anything you can give, anything you can do to, to help somebody have a better Christmas. I mean, you know, 2020 has been rough for everybody and, you know, people that can give, give, I mean, even if it's a, a 50 cent matchbox car from, you know, a dollar bin or something from Kroger or whatever. You just, just yeah. do what you can help each other out. Be positive. Yep. Yeah. Reach out to any of us. If you're interested in helping and you need any more information, we'll be glad to help. Um, Absolutely. And if not, we understand, we know it's hard times for everybody and it's, uh, it's, that, that's fine as well. So, um, yeah, but if you, if, if you do need help, just uh, hit us up. I mean, you know, we're always here to help people. Yeah. And final thoughts for me, I just, I, I hope everybody has a, a great rest of the year, a great, a great Christmas, a great New Year's and whatever capacity that that is. Um, and I hope we make it through 2020 and we can put this behind us and move on to a brighter 2021. So, Matt, any any closing any closing uh, thoughts from you? 
been an awesome ride, guys. There's 15 episodes. It's it's been so cool to be a part of this. And looking forward to we, you know we the started next where few we, years. we we ended where we started. Yep. Sure. we did. <laughs> yeah, but but this is a lot better than Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. All right, fellas. I love you. Love Stay you. Stay safe. Love you. Looking forward to seeing you as soon as I can. And everybody out there, stay safe. Have a have a great rest of your holiday season. Yes. Merry we'll Christmas and Happy New Year. You. Hanukkah and all that other stuff. And we will look forward to seeing you very early in 2021. Thank yes. you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys.